to another episode with the uh, Struggling Hunters. It'll be episode 57. Thanks for giving us a listen. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, we're just sitting here struggling through through our days, trying to ponder on what we're going to talk to you guys about. Um, but, uh, you know, as we sat here, <laughs> sat here pondering, re- reflecting on our past week and you know, we try to talk about what what we want to discuss with you guys, and sometimes it's probably hit and miss on what you enjoy and what you don't. But either way, we hope you stick with us through the end and give us a like, share. Hopefully, it's you know you find some value in it, one way or another, or just wanting to encourage us. You know, give us a like, tell a friend. <laughs> um, it we like it, but uh, anyways. I guess with that little spiel, uh, we'll go ahead and kind of dive into uh, episode 57. Um, and and that's pretty much going to be the, what we've done the last little couple days of, since our last podcast. And some of that is uh, hunting, some of that is family activities, and some of that is uh, doing what it, what it takes to... Uh, to survive <laughs> if you want to say <laughs> uh but i guess you, you, you want to start us off somewhere in there eric yeah i'll uh i'll go ahead and start with my weekend uh i mean it was i i didn't get out and go hunting very much um well at all actually uh but i went over to with the family, we went over to the Denver area. Um, I guess the highlight of that weekend was that we went over to the zoo, had a really good time, you know, enjoyed, enjoyed hanging out with some family and friends and, and, uh, it was a really good time. Got to see all kinds of animals that you don't always get to see. Uh, <laughs> saw, saw my favorite oh. aunt. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so, uh, it wasn't like you're wandering around in the woods trying to find something. You actually were able to see animals. Yeah, I kind I kind of made that joke with my wife. I said, you know, I've been struggling with hunting so much and finding animals whenever during season. I said, <laughs> I said, man, this this zoo trip might not work out very well for us. With my luck, <laughs> we might not see anything in the zoo. So, um, anyway, yeah, she kind of laughed. She didn't. I don't know. I it wasn't a joke that really hit home. You could say, but <laughs> I tried. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, uh. Yeah, I don't even know where to go from there, man. Like, well, I'll tell you this. Those elephants are so huge, man. Like, if we ever go to Africa, I don't really have a desire to uh, do a safari hunt necessarily. Um, But, man, I would love to go to Africa and just see all the wild animals. And Yeah. They're just huge over there, man. It's crazy. Like, um, what is that? The uh, hippopotamus? Yeah, hip anonymous. Uh, anyways, the hippo, we saw him, man, and he's so big. He was swimming in this little pool, but I got some pictures of him, and he stuck his head up and kind of like looked looked toward us. You know, it was kind of cool. But um, man, he's so big, like it's just so crazy seeing. It just, it's hard to fathom that big of an animal. Uh you know, is, is alive today. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And then, yeah. uh, 
the elephant too. Uh, the elephant. I mean, they're so big, man. It's just, it's amazing how big these animals are. And then we saw a rhino. I mean, um, I don't know, you know, the older you get, the more like you appreciate all that stuff and you take it in for what it is, you know, cause I've been, I've been to the zoos before and, you know, looked at all the animals and, oh, that's cool, you know, but, uh, but this time I definitely was, was just taking it in with a different lens, you know, a different pers- perspective, if you will. And just amazed how big, big those animals can get. And, yeah. uh, and then one of one of my favorite animals of all time is uh, is the lion, and got to see them. Um, now they were kind of moving around, and and they're big animals too, you know. And I can't imagine what they look like in the wild because you know the zoo animals you kind of think that they're. I don't know if they're so much smaller, but they're probably not as as cut or as you know like beefed up as maybe the wild wild lions aren't that may be maybe true i don't know maybe they get fed better at the zoo so maybe they could be bigger because they get fed more often and 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 uh so you know they're i i don't know if that's true or not just kind of a thought but uh yeah i just seeing those those lions you know like they were they were uh growling and stuff and man it's it was pretty awesome Years ago, I I was at the zoo, you know, like six, seven years ago, give or take, whatever it was, and uh, heard a tiger growl, and that the a tiger growl is is the most craziest growl you could hear. The lions are the lions are pretty, you know, like they they have a pretty crazy growl, but the the tiger growl is is really crazy and we saw a tiger too which was really cool but he was just uh chilled laid back sleep well the lions were laid back sleeping most of the time too but they were kind of moving around toward the end of the day when we were uh finishing up they were kind of moving around a little bit so so got to see a little movement out of them but that is kind of the uh funny thing about the zoo you know like you'd love to see all this action and activity but most of the time, these animals that you walk by, you know, they're just kind of, they're just kind of hanging out. Like, I mean, they, you know, they're just, they're just chilling, you know, they're, they're not really making, you know, they're not doing a whole lot of action. So, right. So, but, uh, but the price of tickets weren't that bad. It was pretty, pretty cheap for, for all, for the whole family and stuff. So, so it's good. Yeah, it was a neat deal though. We had a lot of fun. They definitely took our money in other ways, so we got a bite to eat there and that was like 60 bucks, you know, and it's like holy crap, man. For you know, I mean it's zoo, it's it's food at the zoo, so it's not like it wasn't like a gourmet meal or anything, you know, so Yeah. Uh but it was cool though. It was cool going to the zoo and and seeing all the animals and and uh, I, I, I want to say that we might have missed a few, a few animals because I think we took, we we're trying to go around it, around the whole zoo. And uh, whenever we went to go get a bite to eat, I think we kind of trying to find the the food court or whatever. We kind of took a cut cut off. I don't know. Anyway, long story short, I think we might have 
missed a few animals. Uh, but that's fine. I mean, it is what it is, but, uh, but yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of fun there at the, um, at the zoo. The kids had a lot of fun. They, they were, man, they, they saved up all their, all their like tantrums and everything. They saved it all up for after the zoo, but during the zoo, they were troopers, man. They were loving it. They were loving seeing all the animals. So it was cool. It was a really cool experience. And, and, um, like I said, just kind of taking it in from a different perspective and, and, uh, seeing, seeing everything that, you know, uh, just how big those animals are, the rhinos, the giraffes, the, the hippos, the uh, elephants, they had a grizzly in there too. Oh, wow. I want to say, um, it might've been years ago. I think it was the Denver zoo. They had, they did have a polar bear in there a long time ago. With it, but obviously, well, and the, if they did have it this time, I didn't see it. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't see the polar bear this time. But I think it was because I've been to a couple. I've been to a couple in Idaho, or the one in Boise, and and then the Denver Zoo. So I might be kind of mixing both, like with memory. I might be mixing gotcha. which animals I saw and which animals I didn't. Because I also want to say that. When I when I went, this was like back in 07, 08, whenever I went to the Denver Zoo, they had uh gorillas there too. But that might have been at the the Boise Zoo. Anyway, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole with all that, but yeah, I had a good time, man. Had a good time. And then uh, I guess outside of that, getting back home, going back to work, I do gotta bring it up. Joe, you probably know what I'm gonna talk about here, but uh went to work yesterday and and uh, one of my jobs is working around the uh, production oil or well in the oil field, but on the production uh, when the wells are producing their, their gas and, and oil. And I was doing some tests around the separators and uh, I opened up a separator and well, actually I'll take that back. I didn't open it up. So it wasn't a complete surprise, but the pumper, showed up on location and he was going through doing his thing and he opened up this one and, and he comes back to me and I didn't hear him scream or nothing. So, I mean, he, he must've handled it fairly well, but uh, he comes back to me and he's like, well, how, how much do you like snakes? And I was like, I was like, this is a test, you know? And I was almost thinking of being like, Oh, I love them, you know? Cause uh, now that I'm saying this, it'll be totally used against me, but I've used this trick in the past if you tell people that you have a fear of snakes, what's the first thing that they do? They try to throw, throw snakes. They throw snakes in your face. I hate snakes. <laughs> I, it's not that I'm deathly scared of them because I don't mind like throwing a freaking shovel in their neck, but, and I'm just being honest, but, uh, but I don't like them. Like they're not my, you know, they're not my friend. <laughs> I, I don't want to <laughs> cuddle with them or nothing else, you know? And, so yeah, whenever he did that, you know, I'm like, I don't know, is he testing me or what? You know, like, like I didn't know what he was going to do, you know? And, and, uh, but, but in the past I've been known to be like, Oh, I love snakes, you know, but I freaking don't. Um, but it's just cause I don't want, you know, I, I know that people, if the second I say that I hate them, they'll throw them right in my face or whatever. So anyway, long story short, walked up and there was a big old bull snake wrapped around the inside of the separator and, 
staring at me in the pumper and we got a few <laughs> pictures of it and it was it was pretty cool it was pretty cool that thing was long though i i mean he was wrapped up around the the separator stuff so it's hard to really tell how long he was but it wouldn't surprise me if he was reaching six feet or so i'd say i'd say anywhere between five and six so Jeez. he was he was a big boy those those bull snakes they get pretty pretty big they're uh huh. they're they're crazy creatures they're 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 kind of they're crazy that way but yeah huh. anyway yeah it was quite the quite the ordeal there so um survived huh. that good <laughs> stayed stayed it I stayed away from them as much as possible. I, I, I actually still finished my, cause I really considered, I was like, you know what? I might not, I might be done with this, this, uh, this pad today. You know, I really considered it, but I was like, ah, I can, he's in that set. I'll just stay away from that separator, you know, and <laughs> do, do my stuff out around him or whatever. But, but I really consider, you know, I was, I'd definitely be like looking around on my surroundings and everything while I was there. You know, make sure that he wasn't slithering around me or anything. So, so that was kind of a cool experience. And, uh, yeah, I guess fast forward to today, man, that was kind of my weekend. Uh, that was the events of my weekend. Obviously it's, we're in the middle of Turkey season. I got basically two more weekends to go out and try to get something. And that's my plan for this Sunday. And, uh, I'm hoping for the best, but, the last couple weekends, I obviously haven't been able to turkey hunt, so definitely missing getting out there in the woods and uh, going for it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my weekend. At least Saturday, I, I tried to do try to do some turkey hunting, and by trying, I'm, like I <laughs> slept in, um, and I, by sleeping in, I think i got didn't get up quite as early i still got up there fairly early by like 6 37 but uh, i was tired little boy <laughs> got up to a spot where i was wanting to uh to sit and watch and a little like an opening a good size opening in the scrub oak and set up my decoys and i actually i i thought i was i was hoping it's one of those like you know you get feeling pretty good about a spot i had my little like spot i was setting up in the scrub oak is it kind of had scrub oak around me and kind of coming up over my head so i felt like i was kind of tucked up in a spot you know pretty good and uh, i was like yeah this is it you know this 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 is gonna happen if it happens you know this is this is it and i sat there and the wind was blowing pretty good so it's not i couldn't hear anything gobble you know like just there's enough of a wind and i felt like you know like if i hit my call there's only going to be one direction my call is going to go. So there, the odds of there being a turkey downwind of me was going to be fairly slim. And, uh, but I was, you know, I was, I was tired and I had a couple of the good, you know, head bobs where it's like your head just falls off a cliff and sudden stop. <laughs> and a couple good, I think half hour bouts where I fell asleep. And then I got tired of that. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to fight it anymore. So I just put my pushed my butt pad up towards my head area and leaned back and laid down and fell asleep for a little bit. Got some shut eye. Then I woke up from that and was feeling pretty good. And I sat in that little stand for 
for a good little chunk. And uh, finally decided, you know, I maybe should go look someplace else. Went up and picked up my um, my decoys, but I did. There was turkey poop in that area, but it was a little bit dried out, a little bit old. And it, hiking out of that area, come across a feather, turkey, couple turkey feathers. And, uh, and at the, as I got closer to the top of the ridge, it was kind of interesting. I came across more turkey poop and, uh, it was the fresh, it was fresher than what I, where I was sitting, but it was a little bit higher up on the ridge, which was, I thought was kind of interesting. But, uh, I topped over the ridge and was heading down the other side and I just kind of hit a wall like mentally i was like i'm done for the day yeah <laughs> and it wasn't like i hiked all that hard or anything or bent done anything i just it was just a wall i was like i'm done <laughs> so <laughs> that was saturday so i called up the wife and was like all right well uh let's go out to eat huh <laughs> so we that, that was actually the first time that we went out to olive garden it was the first time that we've been out physically to eat in a restaurant since the whole pandemic oh really yeah like we've done takeout, you know, or uh, uh, Uber Eats or dining or whatever the other places is where we'd have it delivered at home. But it was the first time we've eaten together at a restaurant. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So uh, I've never used Uber Eats. How does that work? Uh, you got I think you got to check to make sure it corresponds to wherever you're eating at. Then you just kind of place an order and where you want to eat and it connects it to uber eats and then they deliver it to your home sometimes it's like a two to five dollar charge well at least here in this area that's not bad though no sometimes it's a little bit more than that but we definitely like we'll we'll choose (laughs) where we eat sometimes depending on how much it costs to deliver to us (laughs) oh gotcha but that's not bad i i kind of assumed that it'd be like ten dollars or something there's every once in a while there's one about that much, but like for the most part, it's we pay like five bucks, six bucks to have it delivered. That's not bad for the convenience, you know. Right, and that's the one thing that, that you know, like we'll get home from work every once in a while, and we kind of where we live is kind of a ways from restaurants, you know, anything. It's kind of a drive, so it's like a fifteen. Not that we're you know, out of city limits, but it's, you know, like a 15 minute drive, 20 minute drive to go get something to eat just through traffic and getting up to where it's at. And so we get home and it's like, well, I don't feel like going back out for the, you know, like a two hour or hour and a half or whatever it is to eat and drive and come back. So we'll just order in some, do it that way just to save time. But, but yeah, we definitely take advantage of that over the, the, covid but yeah so that was saturday it was fun and then monday yesterday i went out and uh to my i've been hunting the same the same ridge i should go but i've been and the reason i have been is because i've been seeing turkeys there off and on and uh and monday i went back out and I kind of like it was windy, so I was like, well, "I'm just going to use this as a glassing day again," you know, like or a glassing day. I can't hear anything very well, 
one of those things like what senses do I have that can be benefited the most in this situation? And uh, so I, I did a little loop around the little hill thing that I've been hunting on, just looking and looking for fresh sign, fresh tracks, fresh poop. And uh, went around the one side and got glass in this other little ravine. <laughs> and uh, I look over and I was like, oh, <laughs> two, tur- two turkeys. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, like I'm, it was like six o'clock. So I had a couple hours till dark. And it wasn't that big of a ravine crossing you know it's just kind of a lot of scrub oak to get through at some places and so i was like i'm gonna do it so so i i kind of made a game plan dropped down went up the other side and i went up on the uphill side of them so i think i messed up a couple things is one i kind of i i spotted them and i probably should have took another few minutes to see what they were doing i more or less kind of got a lay of the land where they were at and then just took off instead of, you know, seeing which way of the ridge they were going to head up or down. And, uh, and so, and so my plan was to go uphill from them and then kind of work my way downhill to them. Well, that's what I did, but I didn't take into the account of how much scrub oak was going to be between where I'd come out above them and to get back to them. Mm. And so it was fairly thick. It was thick enough to where, like, I, I didn't feel confident that I could make my way through it without spooking them. So I, I sat down and tried calling, and that didn't work. <laughs> and uh, so I called for a little bit, and I picked up my decoys, and then, then looking at Onyx and found that I was kind of setting in on the edge of a. It was a pretty good size scrub oak patch like you know it was it was it was huge so i took a and i haven't really been on this ridge that i've been that i was on so like well i'll just kind of again go back to scouting since i haven't been over here and try to figure a way to get up here without going through that ravine i walked around the scrub oak and took time and looked and I couldn't come across them again, but I did come across some some more turkey tracks and turkey poop, fresher looking stuff. So it kind of got me a little excited. <laughs> but uh, so that's going to be the next plan is to hike in there and hopefully come across something. I don't know. But the interesting thing is where those turkeys were is I've seen them in that spot, roughly the same spot and roughly the same time of day. So hmm. that's interesting. Right. And I was trying to think, and I think it was even a Monday the last time I saw him too, because I came back and told you about it the next day. So if anything, I need to be, if I don't see him there <laughs> again, I need to jump up in there Monday, I guess, and see if they're there on Mondays. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll, uh, yeah, maybe they'll show up on Monday. But that was that's been my hunt the last couple of times going out. But uh, so you know something to look forward to uh, trying to trying to learn and trying to better myself. You know, from my not that I'm making huge mistakes, but just trying to key on what I've been finding success at and just building off of that. Well, speaking of that, let me ask you a couple hard questions. 
Okay. It's time, it's time for the hard the hard questions coming at you. Rapid heart fire. to heart. Okay. Heart to heart. What's uh what's uh what do you think's been working for you the best? Uh more or less going back to the same spot where I've been seeing the turkeys. Um and then trying to use like the senses. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Then I should come up with another word than the senses, but like other, you know, other senses at that are available at the time. And what I mean by that is like, you know, if, if I can't hear very well, make sure that I'm got the binoculars out looking in the spots where it seems like I've seen the turkeys. And then if the wind's not very loud, you know, making sure I'm, I'm listening uh, as as keenly as I can. And that's been kind of interesting. I think we talked about it before, you know, just listening to birds, but I don't know how many times that like I'm sitting there and I, I feel like I can hear, hear the, this is, so this is where, like where I'm maybe messing up more, not realizing what I'm listening to, but I feel like I can hear, you know, their purrs, you know, like how they have that kind of like purr and a cluck in there. Uh-huh. And I feel like I hear that, but like I can never, never see anything. So I can't confirm it. And I'm too scared to like, maybe I just need to do it once just for the learning experience, but I'm too scared to stand up and like make my way towards that sound because I'm thinking there's something moving in, but nothing's ever manifests itself. So, you know, I need to gain an understanding of what that is, I guess. So it kind of makes you feel like you're losing your mind a little bit more than anything. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, well, is there nothing there? But at the same time, like, you know, like I've had some birds that sound like there's, you know, a turkey chirping a little bit. But this one, like I said, it's a little different because it has that like little purr that they make and mm-hmm. and a cluck. So it's like, it, to me, I'm like, no, that's a turkey. <laughs> but, you know, like I can't, I never see anything to confirm that that's what I'm looking at. Uh, I got a qu- I got another one for you. What, what kind of when when you do see the turkeys when you're spotting them, in your your uh, binos or or however you're spotting them in any other shape or form, is there is there a similarity to the terrain when you spot them or is it kind of very? It's well, it's been all in a scrub oak. Scrub oak. Huh? Been, yeah, like that's. And and that's the other thing that one of the things too, that I've, I guess I clued in on to, I haven't quite learned from yet. And what I mean by learn is I don't, I guess, understand the full potential or fully yet, but, uh, you know, they always talk about, so I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, uh, is, you know, they talk about the, the turkeys roosting and the whole time I've been up here, coming across turkeys and spending the evenings and stuff out there till dark. Um, typically in the past, I've heard turkeys roost. Like, you know, like you hear them take flight and, and fly up into the trees. And I have not heard that this, this year. So, and I believe that I've seen some toms. I've seen, you know, I, I seen redheads and beards <laughs> and, uh, but I don't, I haven't seen anything roost yet. So part of me, I get thinking, well, have I just been really confused and just seeing 
seeing hens and they're just nesting at night, you know, they're not flying up to roost. They're sitting on their, on their eggs. Mm. But I don't know. So that's, you know, like it's, this is what I've been learning so far this year and trying to understand or work towards understanding a little bit better. Well, at least you got into them a little bit. Yeah. True. And that that's, you know, it, it gets rewarding, you know, when you see them like, all right, I'm not too crazy. <laughs> but, but well, yeah, I was going to say though, that was my next thing too, is, is sounds like they're kind of making you go crazy though. Now you're not even sure what you're seeing. Right. Yeah. Whether it's a hen or a, you know, they're a turkey, but then you're like, man, I swear, you know, whenever I first saw that, I thought it was a Tom, but now they're driving me so crazy and I'm not, getting to that and i'm not able to close the distance and maybe it was just hands i don't know you know yeah right but nah that's cool i mean like i said at least you're getting into them because now nah, i mean i haven't been able to go out the last couple weekends but uh uh i mean i haven't even got into them on my end so it's uh it's been a challenge, but I'm hoping these next two weekends and I don't know, maybe I'll try to make a special day. Like next, next week is pretty much my last week. So maybe I'll try to make a couple days of going out just special occasion days to go out and get it, try to get it done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Yeah, that's that's the you know trying to get it done. <laughs> There's a lot lot to it, I guess. Some I don't know how some people. I think that's you know they're just learning, picking up these little little things like this. You know, trying to you know get get as we talk. You know, like the struggling hunters is you know that's what we're trying to do here, and like I think so far as you know talking for a year. I think this is, uh, you know, helping at least me, you know, keep everything, retain knowledge or, you know, talking about things, whether it's turkey hunting, deer hunting or elk hunting. And usually, you know, like I, I try to think of it over the year, but, you know, between one, between one season to the next, as far as like, let's just say, uh, deer hunting, for example, um, when the deer hunt comes, I'm kind of all into it, you know, trying to focus on it and studying on it, but like not really having any, like there's people to talk to, but is, you know, spending once a week talking, hunting on the podcast here, I'm hoping that it helps sink some, uh, things into my, into my mind to help me either stay motivated or not overlook, overlook something for the, during the season that, uh, you know, like I'm typically overlooking or just don't even think about because I haven't really discussed it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I feel, yeah, I feel like that's what, that's the greatest thing about doing this podcast for, for me is, is just always thinking of hunting and, and kind of staying in the, staying in that mode, you know, like, Cause I feel like in past times 
you do the hunting thing and you're like, oh, I'm the greatest hunter ever, you know, October through December or whatever. And, and then like that time leaves and then you don't even think about hunting for the rest of the year pretty much. And, and doing right. this podcast, that's, that's the one, uh, there's a lot. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I have a list of them, but that's one of my favorite things about this podcast is just staying in the loop of hunting all the time. It's very true. Um, and you know, so I guess kind of, I guess on that, like on that note, we can kind of maybe dive into, into another topic here for a little bit, and then we'll maybe call it a, a night because we're over a half hour into it. But, um, but like just, you know, struggling, I guess, you know, along that hunt, that topic of struggling hunters, um, you know, and kind of the, the why behind who, what we're doing is kind of, you know, like as we just kind of tuck, touch bases here. And then on the other, on the other hand side of it too, is, you know, that juggle of life and then of gear. I think we, both of us have uh, been trying to get ourselves set up a little bit better gear wise. Um, and with that being said, I know we, we, you know, you don't, you don't need the high end stuff or, you know, uh, or whatever it is to go hunting. I will say that, you know, the stuff, the nicer stuff makes it nicer. <laughs> if I want to put it that way, you know, like it's, you know, it might be lighter or, you know, fit your feet better, your body better, or, you know, add a little bit more better comfort to your hunting to where it makes it more enjoyable. But at the end of the day, your desire to be out there should hopefully overshadow, you know, maybe the price of your, of what you're paying, whatever it is you have on, you know, just having the opportunity to be in the outdoors is the bottom line at the end of the day. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, my younger self, you know, how most people say I'd kick my younger self's butt for whatever. I feel uh, like I feel like in this case, my younger self would kick my older self's butt for for uh, always kind of wanting the the better gear out there. Because <laughs> when I was I was young, man, I didn't care. You know, I didn't care. I just was like, as a matter of fact, I thought it was cooler and more more. Um, I thought it it built more character if I didn't have all the nicest stuff. If that makes sense, and. Uh, I mean, that was kind of my mindset back then, but, but as I got older though, and I'm like, well, you know what I'll tell, I'll tell it to you this way. When when I put my, my furniture together and stuff, you know, like if we buy something, uh, you know, on the internet and we got to put it together and, you know, they give you that stupid little Allen ranch and maybe a, you know, and then they tell you to go get your screwdriver or whatever. I told my wife, I'm like, I've turned way too many screwdrivers in my life. I'm using my drill. <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, it's just the way it is. Like, I mean, I'm like, I've, I've earned, I've earned the right to use my drill and the, the way I look at it. Like I'm not, 
you know, twisting the little, little Allen wrenches and stuff. And I kind of feel that way with hunting too, is the older I get, the more I'm like, you know, I've done this for a lot of years and I feel like I've paid my dues. And, and now I just, I, I love being a gear. I've always been kind of a gearhead or a little bit materialistic on certain things, but as the hunting, as hunting has become such a, uh, you know, I, I don't, I think it's always had a, it's had its appeal and it's always been kind of a big market in a lot of ways, but I would say like, as far as, is clothes, especially, you know, it, it's really like skyrocketed as far as quality and, and because of that, I mean, it, it, you know, it's just, it's hard to resist. And, and like I said, I've been just knowing who I am. I mean, I'm, I'm a little materialistic. I like the good stuff, you know, and, and, um, and after, after having this stuff, you know, like I never thought to be honest with you, like, I mean, not even clothes wise, but to be honest with you, I never, ever thought I would have a canvas tent. And then I found myself buying a canvas tent, you know, and, and, uh, there was nothing wrong against them. I just thought that they were, uh, you know, I just thought it was kind of, a. I I was like, well, you know, I'll go from probably regular tent to camper. That's really what I thought. But, um, doing this stuff, sometimes I think a camper would be easier, but I was like, you know what, man, like, I'm just not ready to be in a camper, be a yuppie camper. <laughs> No offense to anybody that owns a camper, but all I'm saying is like, I just wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. I was like, I still want to do the tent thing. I know that sounds crazy, but I wasn't, I, well, I, I mean that and, and financially, I'm like, I don't know if I want to make that big of an, uh, um, a commitment toward a camper because I mean, even though I feel like I would use it as much as I could, I just, um, you know, where, where we live, where we live in, in town, I'm sure. I've never asked you, but I'm sure you probably have the same stipulation. Like where I live, I can't, there's nowhere for me to put a camper. So I'd have to go park it at an RV spot. And in my head, I'm like, well, that's an extra cost every month, you know? And, and, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay a hundred bucks or whatever it is. I really don't know what it is, but, but whatever the fee is, I don't want to pay that just to park it, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's where, that's where my pride kicks in. You know, I'm like, I can't, I can't justify that. Even if I can afford the camper, I, I can't justify the parking it down, down in some other parking lot, you know, and paying for that. So, so I'm like, yeah, canvas tent, you know, and, and I've loved that canvas tent. Now I want to do like a, a, as time goes on and stuff, I'd like to get another big canvas like a 20 by 20 or so kind of big, huge, ridiculous, but more for like a mess hall. If we're, if we're getting to do like a week long trip or something, you know, bring that heavy son of a gun. And yeah, I, I'm sure it will be because my 10 by 14 is pretty heavy. So a 20 by 20 <laughs> would probably be, probably wouldn't be nothing. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be uh too light anyway. So, so anyway, yeah, I just, um, uh, I, I, I love, I love bumping up my gear and, 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 uh, as I get older, you know, I mean, that stuff, it, it's nice to have. And a lot of it, we, we've kind of, we've, I, I know me and you, Joe, we've kind of entered this space where we kind of had a lot of this stuff, but then it was like, oh, you know what? It's been so many years. It's time to upgrade and, and get better stuff. And, 
And uh, my favorite, my my favorite saying is uh, "buy once, cry once." So, <laughs> um, you know, that's kind of the way it is. Uh, there, there's stuff though, like my pack. I think it's gonna hold me over for a few years or whatever. It's gonna be a great pack, but I would kill to just have one of those six hundred dollar packs. I mean, they're those six hundred dollar packs look so nice and look so like they're the cat's meow of all packs. So I definitely would like one of those too. But this this one that was you know quite a bit cheaper, um, it's gonna hold me over for a while and and I'll be happy with it. But well, I was gonna say too, like with that being said, like you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head. We talk about, you know, like getting this, working towards getting the, the higher end gear. Um, but the end of the day, it, we're, <laughs> you know, we make these, these big purchases maybe two or three times a year, but the goal is to have it for a couple of years, like wear it out. Like it's not, it's not like a brand new, backpack every year or brand new 10 every year or brand new boots every year it's gonna get used it's gonna get abused and it's gonna get worn out so yeah well um so i've said it before on this podcast but one of my um the the brand or as far as the clothing brand to kind of add to what you just said um my favorite my favorite hunting camo brand is uh QU and I started I started just kind of going after the more solid colors for for kind of what you were just saying is is like wearing them out and using them a bunch I was like I'm gonna buy the more solid colors and I'll just wear them out and about you know like when I do go out in the woods or if I go to town I mean it's nice enough you can you know wear it to a football game if you want and i mean it looks you know it's it's fine it's i mean and it's kind of you know especially football being colder weather and stuff in the later season of the the football season you you kind of set up to you know that key stuff or or whatever hunting stuff if you have the layers and you know i mean you're set up to stay warm there so you you know it kind of benefits you to so I, I've been just buying more solid colors, though. My point is is to be able to uh, wear it outside of just going hunting and right. uh, sport it around town. Plus, it's always cool to walk around, walk into the old grocery store and have your QU stuff and be like, <laughs> yeah, I like, I like expensive stuff. <laughs> I'm one of those fancy guys. <laughs> Where's the old sirloin steaks at? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just kidding. I'm here for the 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 uh, chicken. Yeah, right. Uh, where's top ramen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shoot! But uh, yeah, I think that was kind of a little. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we could get into it later because I feel like we kind of a little bit fell off of what you're really trying to hit home. Well, um, no, I think it kind of did. I mean, it covered it cause it's kind of who we are, you know, kind of what we're about in a ways, as far as what we're doing, you know, how we're going to use stuff, why we're going to use stuff and, you know, learning, you know, that's there. Our gear is probably going to change as much as how we hunt. <laughs> 
is because it's all going to, you know, change over the years. There's, there's always a reason why you like something, you know, you know, I, I bought this for this particular reason. It's kind of like a flathead screwdriver. You know, you get, it's only going to fit a flathead um, screw. You know, yeah, you can make it fit in probably a Phillips, but it's not going to fit so great. But that's kind of how everything we use is it has a purpose and it's going to get used for that purpose and maybe some other things, but it's going to get used. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. No, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Oh, well, I guess do we want to go another topic or should we just call this a night? Uh, let's uh let's call this one a night and save the other topic for another night. I mean, we yeah, we're 10 minutes shy of an hour, aren't we? Yeah, just just about <laughs> give or take. 45 minutes, so you know, we can kind of call this one a little shorter and uh and go from there. Um Yeah. So I guess we kind of just said it. So guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate you for listening to the number one hunting podcast in the world. Probably not so much true, but we're getting there. Hey, we're number one in our books. Yeah, we're number one in our books. I, I think that we're getting closer and closer every time we drop a podcast. So, you know, um, we'll get there one day not but seriously though like we're really enjoying uh doing this thing obviously we've probably said that a million times but thank you guys for giving us a shot listening uh i feel like on all of our platforms we've kind of been getting a little more attention which is awesome uh thank you guys also again uh consider sharing our podcast with your friends and other people and show them, you know, what we're, what we're about, what we're doing, you know, and, 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 um, you know, we're kind of, I mean, one of the things that we always said about this podcast was, was, uh, kind of wanted to make it feel like you were kind of in the room with us. Sometimes we might get outside of that, but you're in the room with us, kind of just hanging out with us for, for 45 minutes, an hour, however long that is. But we're, you know, we're all hanging out together. That's kind of the feel. Um, you know, I want, I want to say that we probably get get away from it sometimes. I've already said that once, but <laughs> we probably get away with away from that sometimes. But, but that's kind of generally how we wanted to make this podcast feel is where we're just kind of BSing in the same room and and you know you kind of feel like you're a part of it, hanging out with us. So, with that said, guys, consider sharing you know tell tell the person that you're sharing with exactly that that you know it's kind of like you're hanging out with us and we're talking about hunting um give us a like you know thank you guys for the support i'll quit rambling but we'll see you in the next episode you got anything closing thoughts joe nope just keep pushing couldn't have better said it better myself (laughs) Talk to you guys later. Later.